Ladies and gentlemen, from the beautiful Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland, California, we're proud to present the thrilling Golden Horseshoe Review. And now, Professor LeVere, if you please, the overture. So, yeah, I just got back from Disney a couple days ago. Um, went to both California Adventure and Disneyland. For Where did you stay? Day. I actually stayed up the street this time. Uh, no. I had to make a deal with my wife this time because we're trying to sell our house. and we're, So I had to go as cheap as I possibly could this time. So I stayed at the Hotel Menage. Oh, but you didn't stay at the Candy Cane Motel. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, and the Hotel Menage is funny. It's, it's one of those hotels that sort of... Um, it used to be like a like a crappy hotel, but they like someone come on, came in and bought it and like gave it a kind of a half-assed makeover. <laughs> so like the 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 lobby and the pool area is quite nice, and I was like, oh, this is great, you know. And then I went up to my room and just <laughs> <laughs> it was like staying at the Travelodge. Um, so what what is the approximate price range for the hotel? Just uh, it was about a hundred dollars a night. It wasn't too bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 like it's a five minute walk from Disneyland. So okay, was, yeah. It was just right over the pot, right over the the freeway. So this time I was slumming it at the Hotel Menage. It's funny because I was closer. I was closer than I would have been at Walt Disney World at any resort except for Polynesian. That's true. <laughs> you know. Yes. So it's it's funny how you how you put it into perspective that way. You know, I forget which hotel I stayed at, but I don't know. The first trip to Disneyland, I didn't stay on property, and the they had a shuttle service at the hotel to take you over there. Oh, those but, take forever, though. Well, yeah, they do, and. They didn't start early enough to get you actually there at opening. Yeah, it's crazy. You, I, I've just, I've just learned to never rely on shuttles of any sort. So what did you yeah, do? You want to stay within walk. walking distance? I walked. Yeah. Uh, uh, or, or at Walt Disney World, I always have a car and we just drive over because uh, the even though over there the shuttles take forever unless you're sitting on the monorail. Which, but the, but that's only good for the Magic Kingdom and so uh, and Epcot. My, so my only one tip is uh, stay at the Fairfield Inn across the street on Harbor Boulevard. Oh, that looked it's nice. Like, it's like 120 bucks. It's brand new. Uh, I mean, uh, totally revamped and really nice. All photos of you know old Disneyland and Walt photos in the rooms. Oh, cool. Feels totally you know uh, Disney-ish, and uh, it's cheap. And it's close. It's actually as close as the uh, Grand Californian. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 interesting that the the hotels at, at Disneyland are not that close to the parks. Disneyland Hotel yes. is quite a walk. It you is. Know, it's all the way at the far end of. Um, Worth it. Yeah, it's true. It's it's totally worth it, but um, you know I didn't even take the monorail the whole time I was there this this time. I didn't either. We didn't I run really i I wanted to. I yeah. wanted to actually take it in or out of the park, and I didn't. I didn't do it. I did one morning. It worked out great. Um, <sighs> just perfect. We uh, got right on the on the monorail and got into the park very quickly and rode on uh, Nemo. So oh, it worked yeah. out really well. Nice. I didn't do Nemo this trip either. I just Me neither. Had, I had no desire to do it this time, honestly. You know, I hadn't done it since it first opened, and so I, I kind of had a very fuzzy memory of it. And uh, I wrote it again, and it's solidly okay. Yeah, that's yeah, what. I, that's no, how I feel a, too. It's just okay. It's a fine attraction. I don't mind it, but the the weight coupled with the cramped space, I'm just like, nah, I'm not really a fan, so much a fan of that. Yeah. I think it could be a better. It's there's something about it that, and I think maybe it's just because it's 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 just new tech bolted on a on an old ride that wasn't yeah, very good to begin with. They're retrofitting it, yeah. you know, because uh-huh. you're really just like six inches underwater. So, eh. no, no, <laughs> but, you I, go but down. I like no. that you're underwater though. I mean, the alternative is not going underwater at all. That's I would true. say. 
Yeah. And I think I kind of like the fact that you're actually underwater. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to like uh, the seas with Nemo and friends. Yeah, that one's that one's extra lame. I would say. I mean, I I, I don't that one. You're, you're just looking at. I feel like I'm just watching video. You are. And uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. And I don't get much out of that until you know at the end. The big tank is nice, of course, but the attraction yeah. itself is kind of not that special. Mm-hmm. Talking about the 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 Nemo ride. I mean, they. Even though you are underwater, a lot of it is just projection, right? Yes. And a lot of it is video. And yeah. if it weren't for the fact that you were underwater, I think that it would just be that I'm watching video attraction, and then I don't think it would be cool at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that, I mean, that's kind of how I felt when I went to Universal at Hollywood was that most of the attractions were just me watching video. Right. And Right. I, you know, I, that's the last thing I want in an amusement park because I'm physically somewhere mm-hmm. and I'd rather just not watch a movie. That being said, I know we kind of talked about it before at um, Hollywood Studios. It'd be great if they actually made that a real functioning theater. But mm-hmm. that's yeah, a different just, thing, though. Yeah, that is totally different because that's what that park's about. Yeah. But I, I don't want to go into a park and just watch video after video and especially put on 3d glasses after 3d glasses i don't know why at universal they don't just give you a pair of glasses when you walk in the gate well i think they're all i think they're all different uh some of well some of them are i think they're all just normal polarized things but yeah, i think they're too know, actually the the transformers might be new but yeah yeah so speaking of movies i did uh, captain eo for the first time since oh, the too. year it opened me too and and it was exactly as weird as i remembered it being <laughs> yes i can't necessarily say I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it either. It just, it just happened. It just kind of happens to yes. you, and yeah. then you leave, and then you go do something else. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. And, and what, uh, how far we've come in 3D technology. Yes. <laughs> it it looks so old, you know. It does. And you start, you really do see double, like, when you're watching it. Uh-huh. And I was surprised they didn't restore the film a, a bit. It looked yeah. like just the same old print they'd been running for it 20 years. It probably was. It probably was. I, it I wouldn't bet have cost didn't. them that much to run it through. You know, they, they restore films, you know, all the time. I feel like they actually probably should have done a little work on it. Don't they just have a machine that does that now? You just put it in the, a box and exactly. it comes out dust for you. Yeah, I mean, they would have to do a good job, just something. Yeah. It was fun to see it, though, and I I had totally forgotten that that whole theater moves. That, yeah, that was like I I I had completely forgotten that it bounces <laughs> in, up and down in a kind of an uncomfortable way. In a very way. incompetent way, it bounces yeah. up and down. Wait, now it's hold on strange. a minute. It does not move. It does I'm, move. No, no, I'm just dancing. Oh, <laughs> having a great time. You must have been in the theater when I was there. Yeah, it was. Still, uh, yeah, it was no, it, weird, it, it's totally out of sync with the music. Uh, it's sort of like on the offbeat. I mm-hmm. feel like, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a little weird. But uh, like I said, I, I guess I'm glad I saw it. I probably will never do it again. You know what I like best was actually the pre-show which was very interesting oh yeah that was good that that original pre-show which showing like francis coppola and george lucas without his goiter you know choreographing dancers and stuff it was uh it was interesting yeah that was entertaining yeah for me though the, the best thing about captain neo is is it it shows you exactly what an amazing dancer michael jackson was because he's dancing with a bunch of people around him and if you if you notice this if you watch it really carefully he is so much better than everybody else in that room and they're all well, he's, pro dancers. he's much more natural everyone else seems very rehearsed all the mm-hmm. time whenever mm-hmm. he dances with a troop of dancers yeah it's like he's he's thinking he's it's like he's improvising and everybody else has been studying it for weeks yep. yeah he needs he needs to be motivated to dance everyone else is just going to because they're paid to do it mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> 
It was fun to see again, though. I've, I, you know, I, I will always have a soft spot in my heart for that thing. It's... I just think it's one of the quirkier things at Disneyland, and I'm so glad it exists for that reason alone. Just because when I go with somebody that's never been, I just want to be like, all right, you're going to watch this. You're going to sit through it. And it's going to happen, and you're not going to know what to say afterwards, and it's going to be weird, but mm-hmm. you're, it's going to be it's going to be okay. Did this you guys is... go in the Starcade? Yes. I did. Nice there job. are so many things really up on nice the second retro... floor. How do you get there? It's, uh, it's right when you get off of Space Mountain. It rolls no, through the it was all. It was like you could not get up there. Really? No, we, no, it's not the second. The first floor. I'm talking. Yeah. About. Yeah. So I'm talking about the second floor. I saw so many arcade systems up on the second floor that I couldn't get to. Huh. Oh, I didn't see that. But there were there were plenty of games in the first floor. Did you all see right. Fix It Felix Jr. was in there? Yes, they did a really nice job didn't with they? those. Uh, we had a very lengthy discussion about whether they were actually building new cabinets for those or taking old Donkey Kong Jr. cabinets and beating them up. And uh, and using those instead, and I still don't know what the answer is to that. Ah, but I don't know either. If somebody knows, they can let us. They can tell us. Yeah. But they did a great job on building those uh, Fix It Felix uh, games. They look totally authentic. They do. I was I was actually really surprised to see that. Yeah, that was a, that was a nice surprise. And uh, a nice a nice selection of actual arcade games and and pin, pinball too. So it mm-hmm. was. They did a good job. That that place has been pretty weak for a while, and it's still very gift shoppy and kind of weird. But uh, the games were nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I had, I had fun walking through there. Um, so for the first time, I know I've been to Disneyland many times, and I've never rode the Mark Twain before. Um, and this time I did, and I'm so glad I did. It it really is an awesome experience in the park that I I, I just fear that so few actually do. I agree. It's one of my favorite things. Although I strangely I did not do it this time, but uh, I I love doing it. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. I hadn't done that or Columbia yet, ever. I still haven't done Columbia. No, they yeah. were they weren't Though, they, it's they weren't sailing similar. the mighty ship that day. Yeah, now, I think Alex, it was did you get to, the second day? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think you're right, Alex. Did you get to walk around the Mark Twain at all? Kind of, there's a couple rooms you can walk through. Yeah, on there. yeah, I did, and I and there was one that felt like it should have like a like a poker game going on constantly. Right, know, like for the dads, you know, Disneyland. Exactly. There's like this secret room in the Mark Twain where you can just play cards all day long. <laughs> That's yeah. one of the things, and I, I, I mention this all the time, and I'm sorry. Uh, one of the things that bums me out about Fantasmic is how they shut down the Mark Twain at night. Because mm-hmm. um, one of the great things to do is be on that at night, going around the rivers of America. It'd be I've never done this, but you know, sometimes they have live bands on there in the evening, and so mm-hmm. that would just be incredible. I think. Yeah, especially if they. If they would ever, you know, lift the the moratorium on alcohol in the park to have like drinks on that at night, would yes. be would be really be nice. Awesome. It really would be. Um, but that's totally wishful thinking because that's never going to happen. And uh, n- nearby, Louie and I, we went to visit our namesake, the uh, Golden Horseshoe. Um, uh, now the review is the show, but what's the place is just called it's the Gordon? It's just the Golden Horseshoe. Horseshoe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I hadn't been in there in decades. Mm-hmm. I think. And it's beautiful. It's it really is. nice. We, yeah, there's about 30 pianos. Um, I didn't see a show. Oh, we did. We we there saw a lot of pianos. Billy, uh, Billy and the Billies, or what is it? Billy and the Billy, Billy and the Hillbillies. Hillbillies. Yeah. yeah, we saw the whole show, and it's it's fantastic. It's pretty good. It really is. It's funny, and it's the music's good, and like there were a lot of people in there, which I was kind of surprised at. Yeah. Um, yeah well, they serve like, ice cream, which always helps. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Look good too. Big old Sundays. <laughs> yeah, it did look really good. Yeah. Yeah, and now when we are also commenting when we I think when we walked out, we noticed uh the cigarette in his mouth on the glass. Uh-huh. Uh was it Pecos Bill? It probably was Pecos Bill. 
Yeah. He had a cigarette in his mouth. It was pretty great. Yeah. Also, we were there when the um, when the the Frontierland players were out front. Uh, the mayor and his daughter were out there. Oh wow! I've yeah. never even heard of that before. Very funny. Uh, just two just good Los Angeles character actors were out there, and hmm. one guy playing the mayor, and this other dude who was taller than the mayor, and very large, who looked a little bit like Randy Quaid playing the mayor's daughter. <laughs> they just basically <laughs> nice. took a man and put a gingham dress on him and a, and a red a red curly wig, and he was That's the right. daughter. Is- Automatic comedy. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, well, it kind of was. <laughs> and great. We also did uh, Tom Sawyer Island, which I've never done before. That's fun. We did. Now, now Louie, what, what, what did you think of it? It was amazing. I, I mean, I had no idea that it was that big. It and actually didn't even see huge. all of it. Yeah, half of it's boarded up now. The, yeah, the, full the third fort of it is shut down. I mean, yeah, the, the, the fort's yeah. boarded up. There was a there was a cave that was closed, and then the, the uh, what was it that was in the front where like Phantasmic is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, that was uh, uh, Lafitte's uh, tavern. Or, yeah, of yeah, course, Lafitte's of tavern. course, Lafitte's tavern. <laughs> yeah, it was closed as well, and so we couldn't go see that. But we, yeah, we were just walking around, and I don't know. I legitimately lost you guys, which was awesome. <laughs> it was great. I'm glad right. that happened. Uh, climbed around in some caves, walked around, uh, walked across a bridge that was really sketchy. <laughs> was it the Was it the floating bridge? It's that the barrel, yeah, bridge, the barrel yeah. bridge. Yeah, yeah. Boy, they they have not fixed that thing yet. <laughs> Still yeah. bouncy. Screw, screw that bridge, man. Screw yeah. that bridge. What I love about the barrel bridge is there's actually just a path that goes right around it, and so it's not even necessary yep. anymore. No, it's so totally, it's they totally could take that bridge necessary. out. <laughs> it no, doesn't even need to be there. No, it totally needs to be there. <laughs> don't don't get me wrong. It was terrifying, and I loved it. Yeah, it's it great. And there was some really cool things where you could like kind of turn something around, like a little wheel, and a skeleton comes up with a thing of treasure. It was just wonderful. Everything about it. So, what does that mean when there's an island that has paths on it, and that's one of the best things to do at Disneyland? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It really is. It really is one of the best things. But I, I wonder. I wonder if the raft is this is this barrier that like some people just don't want to do. Yeah. Like they know it's going. Oh, to it, be, it like, is. I don't want to go on there and whatever. And then so they don't even bother with the whole thing. And they're like, they may have even wanted to. Oh, I get why people don't do it. I mean, there's the raft, and also the description I just gave you. It's an island with paths on it and caves that you know people have to ride to go ride Space Mountain. They don't have time for that, and I, I get that. But what does that mean? I mean, when I go there. To Tom Sawyer Island, I have that's the highlight of my day typically. But what does that mean that the highlight of my day in this place that's filled with all this incredible technology, the highlight is me poking around in caves uh, on an island? That's a good question. Well, I mean, I guess so. I've, I've been doing some thinking about Adventureland just in general, and Adventureland is a very small area, and to be honest, it is. Yes, um, Frontierland is absolutely huge, mm-hmm. but. I mean, because it basically includes Rivers of America as well. However, yeah. um, Tom Sawyer Island really is, I guess, Adventureland in spirit because you're just on a big adventure just walking around. Yeah, especially and, now that they've, they've uh, sort of bolted pirates onto it. Um, yeah, they, they, it absolutely I is. I don't know how that – I don't get it. I don't get that part at all. I don't – I didn't see anything. Uh, yeah. Well, the, yeah. The, the, skele- the skeletons and stuff are, are, sure. br- are brand new relative to Pirate Slayer. You know, when you you, you, you turn the wheel and they sure, put you yeah, yeah. them on. But, it. I mean, like, I didn't I didn't go, oh, my God, this is obviously Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, it was just like, okay, there are pirates, but I was like, okay, I'm cool with that, whatever. Yeah, they didn't change much. I mean, the ca- the theming of the cave changed a bit, which you didn't get to see. Yeah. But, yeah, they just added a few skeletons and put up a couple of Jolly Rogers, and that's it. 
Yeah. Yeah, which I'm cool. Uh, the fort doesn't is is it was it a, available to walk through? Absolutely. Long ago it was. It was available to fight in. <laughs> yeah, you used to be able to shoot, uh, you know, kind of like air pistols out of the top at the Mark Twain that went by. I think they tore the original down 15 years ago or so. I think that's and right. And it was uh, uh, due to um, uh, uh, lawyers getting in the in the mix, was it not? Like there was a bunch of stuff that was like way outside of like the bounds of like what's normally considered legal well, anymore. I'm going to I'm going to say that's not the problem because they still have it in Disney World uh-huh. um, and it's very much unchanged there. Um, so I think I think one problem is the the, the fort had rotted out, <laughs> and they were in, they had a deep debate about whether to actually rebuild it because they weren't sure if anybody cared, and they decided to rebuild it as just kind of a placeholder. You can't actually go in it anymore, but it's still just there as kind of a, a monument. Do you mm-hmm. think they use any of it for like storage of anything? I bet there is stuff stored in there. Probably. They have some practical purpose for it right now. Mm, could, could be. be. Could be the uh, the dressing room for um uh, for Fantasmic these days. <laughs> yeah, actually, it could be. It really could. Um, the fort, it's Fort Sam Clemens in Disney World, and it's a lot of fun. It's uh, you can you know like I said, shoot the air guns and go exploring. There's a uh, escape route out the back that goes through a secret tunnel. It's very cool. It, there's even animatronics in there, which is hard to believe. Uh, horse, uh, you know, horse, a blacksmith, other stuff. They don't do much, but they do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so anyway, that's the history of those forts. But, uh, yeah, it, the island's a great place. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of it might just be that it, it instills uh, a sense of play and exploration more than any other place in the park. Yeah. And if you, if, if you react very well to that sort of thing, it's really awesome. You know, so it's like um, here in here in Oregon, we have a um, we have a very small, uh, very terrible theme park called the Enchanted Forest. But it does have one kind of cool thing in that there are all these tunnels and caves that connect different pieces of the park together. So you can actually go down and down into this tunnel in like the Western Town area and come out in like the Fantasyland area. Hmm. Um, and it's really they're really fun. Uh, they're kind of cramped and they're very hard for adults to get into because they're they're kind of small and they're pitch dark. So yep. as a kid, when I was in there, they were the most fun thing in the world because they were just you just bumping around in there trying not to like hit your head on things and things like that. Um, so it was just really fun, and I think that's that's sort of the same the same feel that Tomsar Island has. Yeah, there's a there's a place in St. Louis that I guess when I was. Um finishing grade school entering high school there was a place called the city museum still exists um and the first couple floors they actually made like indoor caves oh is that that crazy place i've heard about on the internet with all the like like building tall slides and stuff oh yeah like they've got got like a 10 story slide they got 10 story spiral slides in there and like you know a few like two three story slides they got a ferris wheel that's on the roof of the place sounds awesome um it's pretty amazing and it's all made out of recycled stuff like stuff found around the city that nobody wants anymore Uh they just kind of use it and make a a playground, an indoor playground of, and it's it's really cool. In some cases, extremely dangerous, and I think I feel the same way about that as I do Tom Sawyer Island because it was all what I wanted to do at any given time. It was my choice of whatever I wanted to do, and I didn't feel like I was running through an attraction that somebody had planned out for me. That I'm sitting there and looking around and pivoting my head. But instead, I'm walking around doing whatever I want. Louie and I went to the Big Thunder Barbecue for the first time. Oh, I, we tried to go to that, but it that, was closed. Big Thunder, was Big Thunder Ranch? That was yes. great. Yeah. Sponsored by Brawny. 
<laughs> God bless it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, very by good. The way, which, by the way, does not actually have brownie paper towels in the bathroom. What? I could not believe it. How? Why? I know, right? That's, That's crazy. That was the first thing I checked when I went in the bathroom. I was like, wait a minute. No. No way. <laughs> what was good? It was wonderful. Yeah, and it's it's all you can eat, correct? That's right. It is. It's like the only place in any it's Disney just, park that's all you can eat. Well, because I had no idea because, you know, Cable has to be all very super weird about everything. And so he's just like, oh, don't worry about it. No, it's just going to be fine. Just all the food's going to just start coming here. And <laughs> did and just buckets of food just appeared on our table. And I'm like, well, this is just delightful. Yeah. And eat and then more come up and we eat some more and then more. Come. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. So it so. is actually kind of the Disneyland um, version of the hoop to do review, is it not? Is it sort of similar yes, to that? There was no show going on when we were there, but I think one had just finished. Uh-huh. Yeah, one had just finished, and it was probably the last one because we were there for a while, and it was definitely dark out. Louis, I think there was one other thing that we saw there that was maybe the first time you had done it, which was the uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough. Oh, it's so oh, good. Yeah. No, I've, I've done that before, though. It's, it's, it's always interesting. I, I always notice one little tiny little detail that I didn't previously. Uh-huh. Right. Did you try to pull on all the doorknobs and stuff? Because all yeah, kinds yeah. of stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah, you get that green glow behind the door, and it's like, uh-huh. I like yeah. the one with with the goblins or those those guards behind the door, and you sometimes yeah. you see their spears sort of stick yeah. up and down. Yeah. Yeah. We walked through, uh, and there was this little girl that was ahead of us, and she was just into it. Every one of those things she was messing with, and it was just really fun to watch her experience it. Yeah. Well, again, I'm kind of fascinated by that place because I find the dioramas like more fascinating than mo- a lot of the attractions. Yeah. Just in terms of looking at them, seeing their use of, you know, forced perspective. And so I just feel like that is, I mean, they put a lot of effort to it, I know, and it was difficult to do. But um, by comparison, it's relatively simple. And yet it's just as fascinating to me as most of the attractions. Yeah, there's some really impressive effects in there, too. Like, I, I think they're using a, uh, they're using the, um, oh, the, What's his name's ghost? The, it's the Pepper's it's like, ghost. Yes, and they use that extensively in there. Um, they do. Yes, and it, it looks it looks great because you're you're really up close to it. You know. Yeah, definitely a must see when you're walking through Fantasyland. Yeah, I wonder how well, many people su- even it's know that's there. Such a nondescript entrance. It is. It looks like a bathroom. Yeah, it's like just this narrow door. I bet. I bet a lot of people don't even know it exists. I, I'm sure they don't. Although not many people could know about it and not have it get just jam packed. I mean, because it, it isn't meant to hold yep. many people. Yeah. So it's kind of nice the way it is. But yeah, most people don't know it's yeah. there. If it was full of people, the castle would collapse. <laughs> right. So this is the first time that when I was there that I saw the new uh, the new fireworks with the characters that can fly over the park. You know, before it was just Tinkerbell sliding down the wire. And that new rig that they've got that can pull them back and forth is really neat. I I didn't see this. It's it's cool. It's and I and I I didn't even because I, I don't I don't pay attention to the fireworks shows all that much. So I didn't I wasn't aware that this this happened. So when like you know Tinkerbell starts sliding down and that's what I'm used to. So I'm like oh look here comes Tinkerbell and then she goes back up again and then down and then her wings glow and and then all of a sudden here's Dumbo as well and I was just like what this is crazy you know. Um, another experience I had this time that I'd never had before, uh, we went to the Tiki Room, which I'd done before, but I'd never had Maynard as a host. Tiki Maynard, so good. I'm, I'm yeah, not, I'm it not was incredible, I have to say. I didn't even know who Maynard was when we got there, and then uh, Cable, who was one of the guys we were with, went nuts. I was like, that's Maynard, that's Maynard. And he didn't know who he was either, but he had just heard of him on the web. I, I didn't know who he was either, and so Cable was going nuts, and I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, and we went in. 
And Maynard was the guy that introduced Jose, you know, the, the thing that the, the host or hostess does at the beginning of every Tiki Room show. Uh-huh. Except his spiel was incredible, and I'm not even going to try to duplicate it. No. But it was hilarious, and it was totally on theme, and everything about it was perfect. It just blew me away. Is he an older, yeah. is he an older guy? Mm, 50s? Yeah. yeah. So he's probably yeah, been there for that. a while, yeah? Yeah, maybe, but I think it's just a thing where the Tiki Room is like his favorite thing ever in the world. And I guess it's just one of those things where, you know, uh, we've talked about it before, like when we retire, what will we do? And it's like things like driving around the riverboat and stuff like that. And (laughs) I guess that guy is just like, that's what he's decided to do for the rest of his life. And uh, it's, he's amazing. He's wonderful. He's a secret secret millionaire. And it it, it showed me, I, I felt this for a while, but this really drove it home. I feel like in a lot of those kind of performance cast member roles, Disney doesn't do as good a job as they should at casting them. Like for for um, Haunted Mansion, uh, you Jun- know, Jungle Cruise cast members, Jungle Cruise also, and now Tiki Room. I I feel like they take whoever happens to be there and they try and train them the best they can. But you really got to pick somebody who's really talented in that way, yeah. who knows how to deliver something and deliver it in a funny, clever way. It just it made a big difference. I I totally can see how that because you know I've. It's it's maybe ten percent of the time on the Jungle Cruise that we get a skipper that's good, and usually yeah. it's a skipper who is phoning it in, you know. And I bet you that there, there are probably like three or four people at at Disney that work there that can just nail that Jungle Cruise, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you just don't get them very often because yeah, you know, it's I a numbers game. It totally is, and it's and it's about what you said. It's like ten percent of the time, mm-hmm. and you get that, but you get that one that isn't even necessarily doing a script. They're actually looking around. They may not even talk nearly as much, but when they do, they just nail it. Yeah, yeah. it's real. You know, yeah, totally. It's gonna make that ride feel real. <laughs> <laughs> 